What is up? Welcome back to another season of Bikini Things. I can't believe I'm even saying that, but season three, here we come. We are back, baby. And today's episode is just going to be me and Michelle in the studio catching up on life, catching up on what's next for our competition seasons and how we did through the end of 2020 and a lot of other topics. So this is an episode you guys will not want to miss. Do not forget to rate, review, and subscribe. And thanks for listening. So we're back in the studio um, like seven months later. (laughs) Forever later. Yeah, pretty much seven months later since we last recorded any episodes. So... I think. I think we did August or maybe September. Yeah. I want to say, no, it was definitely August, maybe even end of July because I was five weeks out. Okay. And your first show was August. August 29th. Yeah. 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 Okay. So maybe since July. So seven to eight months later, we're recording again. Um, It's, I think it's just been hard. Like the time commitment and editing. I think editing has been the biggest thing for me personally, but I've definitely felt the need to start recording again. I've definitely gotten a lot of questions or people kind of pushing me to get back out there. So I felt like it was just finally time to just do it and we'll figure it out. We don't necessarily have a season planned the way we did last year, but we've got episodes, we've got guests, we've got topics planned. And I think we're just going to be releasing episodes as consistently as we can, but also it might it might be a little random. It might be there might be breaks. It might be stop and start. I don't think we really know yet. Yeah, this obviously isn't our full-time gig. This is something that we do because we're passionate about it and we want to share our journeys and share our knowledge to those that are listening. So we are going to try to put as much information out as we can and go from there. Yeah, So so this is kind of the reintroduction, kickoff, season three, whatever you want to call it. So today's episode, there isn't necessarily a topic per se. We were kind of just going to fill in the gaps of where we left off. And unfortunately, Kaylee could not be with us today. She just had some other plans and, and we wanted to get this introduction episode out there before we start releasing some episodes with guests, which we do have already recorded and we're very excited to share. So we'll we'll give a little bit of detail probably at the end of this episode Um, but yeah, I mean, Michelle, like give us a recap. What have you been up to since July? I mean, I guess number one, give us a recap of how the competition season went and then go from there. Yeah. So I did check out our last recap to see where I had left you guys off at. And it seems that at the time, my only plans was for sure September 12th, which ended up being in Vegas, but I ended up doing a show before that, the one August 29th in San Diego. Pacific USA's. Pacific Mm -hmm. USA's. So that was my first ever bikini competition. I had Laura as my stage mom, even though she wasn't allowed to be backstage. Yeah, that was crazy. (laughs) So (laughs) that was crazy. As we had discussed, there were a lot of changes, a lot of things that we just kind of had to go with the flow of. So there was no audience, there was no coaches behind stage. It was, it was very different, but I mean, 
wasn't that different to me because it was my first time, but... Yeah, so yeah, you didn't really know what to expect either way, but it was very different from a normal show. No audience, no coaches backstage, so I was there physically in Mm -hmm. the hotel with you in San Diego, but I was in the hotel room watching the live stream. Live stream. And in hindsight, maybe I could have snuck downstairs because it seemed like there were some people doing that, Mm -hmm. but um, yeah, there is... there is a YouTube recap, too, of that weekend, which was really fun because Kaylee also competed in the IFBB Bikini Pro Show that same day. Um, So, yeah, I mean, overall, you did really well for a first show. I think, what, you won your true novice class? Yes, one true novice, third in my novice class, and fifth in the open class. Yeah. One, three, five. Yeah, Yeah. which is awesome. And And then the show two weeks later... You looked better, mm-hmm. you, and you placed better, too. Yeah, yeah. So I ended up going up to the judges after my first show just to ask them any feedback because we were preparing yeah, for you're another competing, show. Yeah, you competing two weeks later. Yeah. So, and, and, I, the, and that's enough time to make some improvements. Mm-hmm. So we took what they gave us. They told me to pretty much lean out my legs more. So we, we upped to the cardio, and two weeks later I came out looking even better, and I got second in novice and second in overall. Yeah, yeah. So that was, I mean, that was a great weekend too. We went to Vegas for that one. Vegas. So Kaylee, Kaylee came out. Um, her boyfriend was competing that weekend as well, so she was there. She had just finished her competition season, so she was an off season. I was kind of pre-prep, and then that was your last show of, of your first season. So that was a nice weekend, and we. We got to have all you can eat sushi. We definitely after. celebrated. <laughs> yeah, and and yeah, you looked you looked awesome, and I think we kind of expected the feedback that you got your first show, and and luckily, I mean, not everything can be approved upon in two weeks, but if the judges tell you get leaner, you can definitely lean out in two weeks. So that was that was the good thing is we had that time to for really you to work hard, me just to <laughs> <laughs> tell you tell you to do more cardio. But yeah, that was a fun weekend. And so then so then you finished up competing September. Then what have you been up to in the fall, now into the spring? What have you been doing? Yeah, I mean, competition-wise, I've been focusing on... I focused on reverse dieting. That was kind of the game plan from the get-go is a slow transition back to higher calories and less cardio. So that was nice and... I think I, you did you did really well. Yeah, you did really I think well. It, Reverse dieting is hard and we weren't we weren't maybe as formal as we were during prep, but we were still touching base each week so that way you knew what to do. And in reverse dieting, I also personally I don't think you have to be perfect, but I think if you give it at least an 80% effort and if you have an oopsie here or there with like a little overeating, that's better than just a free-for-all. Like a free-for-all is where you can get yourself in trouble. And to your credit, Michelle, I think you you were like really on on top of it and you did a great job reverse dieting and, and maybe it still felt a little bit like prep to you. I don't know, but you did a great job with it. Yeah, no, it actually was not as challenging as I thought. I thought I would have a little bit of difficulty like holding back when it came to food. I mean... Granted, there was, you know, right right after the show, that all-you-can-eat sushi, donuts, whatever that yeah. <laughs> else we got. But no, after that, I was really focused. I wanted to make sure that I did things right the first time and did it the best that I could. So from then on, I've been just continuing to try to grow and try to build during 
my off season. What else? What, what was the what was the feedback you got after your second show where you were a little leaner? Yeah, so after my second show, I received great feedback. So basically, they told me that overall I have a good overall good shape. <laughs> they basically told me to build my glutes more. That was the whole of it was just build out your glutes. You have a nice form, but could use more mass. So judge feedback was, you have a very nice physique and nice shape and balance and good conditioning. See, all positive things. Your posing was very good as well. Yay, Kaylee and Laura. <laughs> <laughs> Lots of help there. Add more size and depth to your glutes. You have very nice shape there, but need to be fuller. Also add more detail to the glute hamstring tie-ins. Keep up your hard work. So pretty, Pretty good. Nothing we didn't anticipate. I know the glute hamstring tie-ins was what I knew I needed to get better at or knew I needed to build more. And it seems like, at least from what you've told me, that during your time in off-season, you feel like you've got a much better mind-muscle connection with your glutes Mm -hmm. and the tie-in area. I've been obsessing over the tie-in area. So it's funny because I didn't even remember till reading it that they had specifically pointed out the tie-ins, and that makes sense. That's why I've been literally obsessing over it and really just trying to feel that mind-muscle connection right there. That's been one of the biggest focuses. So what else besides besides training, reverse dieting, focusing on improvements, what have you been up to these last six, seven, eight months? <laughs> In terms of, like, personal just, life? Yeah, like, just life. Yeah, what have you been up to? Yeah, so mid-prep... I had just left my last job, so I was, that sounds bad, but I was in a temporary role, so my temporary role completed, which was great because I was able to really just throw myself into my prep. So during this whole time, I actually started a new job that I'd been waiting on forever. I don't want to go into too much details about it, but I am now working for the County of Orange doing mental health therapy, so that's been an adjustment period because I started that just a couple weeks before prep started. So very much adjusting to that. I still am living in Huntington Beach. What else have I been doing? I've been just, it's still, still quarantine still, time. And still training clients here and Still there training too. clients. Yeah. yeah. So a lot of online clients now that has definitely been huge during this time and still got my one-on-one personal training clients as well. Awesome. Yeah. Awesome. Those all sound like good things. I know I know the job was a big one for you too, so that's that's really exciting. I know sometimes like working for the government, like that process is, is longer than maybe just your normal apply for a job and have an interview and then start the next week. So Yeah, like two year process. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So you're definitely very patient with all of that. Well it's it's exciting. So now so now you're back on prep again. Yes, I am. You want to give a little little teaser, spoiler for kind of what you what you have in mind for this year or what's coming up next for you? Yeah, so right now, so we're in March, so I've got about three months before my next competition, anticipated competition. So we're aiming for June 12th, which I think is currently set in San Diego, but... It's hard to say still at this time where things will be. Yeah, right now a lot of the muscle contests are actually being held in Huntington Beach. Yeah, which, my head. If that, if that works out, that's so convenient. So I I worked the show that they had in February 
It's about a 15 minute drive from where I live. So I will take that any day over driving, you know, almost two hours to San Diego each way or to LA, which is still like an hour and a half, maybe an hour at least. So, um, yeah, I think just with the with the pandemic still going on, that the Hyatt in Huntington Beach has been a, a good location for them. So it seems like a lot of the shows this spring with muscle contests are going to be there. Yeah, so I'm hopeful that it will change. And from muscle contests website, it seems like there's two shows that weekend that are both in San Diego. So I'm. Oh, I think I think what you're referring to is it. Um, there's one. I'm totally. I'm t- probably going to totally. Uh, myth this explanation but there's one show I forget the name of it I think it was typically Patriots which is in July but there's typically a show that also has a special military like armed forces show within it so it's actually the same show but Um, it's separate if that makes sense yes 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 you're probably correct oh that makes sense that it would be in San Diego so it's the it's really the same show like it's the same location but there is a separate show and separate awards being given for those that are specifically in the yes. military, but they can also enter the regular show if they like. So I'm thinking... Yeah, so there's the 2021 Southern California Championship. Okay, and then the, what is it, the and All Forces. And then Western All Forces. Yeah, so that, so yeah, it's a combined show, essentially. Um, it's pretty cool. Like, I, I saw it, I guess it would have been 2019, or maybe, yeah, it must have been 2019. I don't think it, yeah, it couldn't have been 2020. So... Seeing that show was actually very cool. They did a tribute to the military. John Lindsay, who is the you know founder, president of Muscle Contest, he was in the military. So they did this like really nice tribute. And then I noticed, too, that a lot of the girls competing in the regular bikini open pre-judging were also in the military and competing in that show. So that was really cool to see, too, because there were a lot of female competitors. Like, you'd think, oh, military, it's going to be all men. That was really not the case. So it's really impressive to see you know, these beautiful bikini women who are also like, you know, serving our country and and doing such amazing things. So that'll, that should be a pretty cool show. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That will be cool. Yeah. Well, I think the goal too for you is depending on how that goes, possibly USA is later this summer. Yeah. Or or maybe a national show somewhere. Yeah. So as I mentioned previously, I did take home second place for both the classes I was in for my last show, which means I qualify for nationals. But it also means I have this strong desire to get first. So I really want to, you know, manifest that and putting that out there. I do want to take home a first place before I go to national. So that's something we've talked about is that's my focus first. And then depending on how things go. Yeah. Yeah. And the reason for that, too, is. It's not necessarily a a stated rule anywhere, but a good rule of thumb for any competitor, unless you've just got, you know, maybe money burning a hole in your pocket, a good rule of thumb to be ready for a national show is having won an overall or at a minimum having won your class because the level of competition at a national show is just so high. You know, you have to imagine how how amazing a person that's a class winner or an overall winner typically looks and poses. And if you think, okay, you're going to have about 30 to 35 of those girls all competing for that number one or number two spot, it is pretty intensely competitive. So to make sure that you're at a point where you're truly ready and you're going to have a good experience doing a national show, that's the rule of thumb. And that's what you and I kind of talked about a little bit. So it's super smart. I, I believe that you're going to win your class. So it's just like, let's check that box mm-hmm. before we set our sights on USA's or, or another national show coming up. 
Yeah, exactly. I completely agree. So that's really the first focus right now is just attacking this first competition. <laughs> yes, and- yes, love that. Love that. Well, it's exciting and it'll be it'll be cool to watch your journey again and you know, with any prep, it's kind of exciting because each week is, it's kind of like opening a Christmas present. It's like, okay, what progress have we made? What mm-hmm. shape is there? What muscle is there under, you know, what, you know, the higher, slightly higher body fat physique disguises. So it's, it'll be cool to see you shred down again and see you get on stage again. And the posing will only be better and you have a new suit coming. So lots of exciting things. Yes. Lots of exciting things. And I think it'll be interesting going into this second prep. So I've only done my first one. So I'm, I'm kind of looking at things differently and experiencing things differently. Like I told you last week, my, my very first week of prep was harder than I anticipated. And I think because last year I was like, so excited, been waiting so long for prep that I wasn't even thinking of anything else. But this year I was like, oh, food is different now. Okay, like really trying to get myself back in that mindset of we're prepping. I'm eating these foods, etc. So now I feel adjusted and now I'm all, yeah. for, all for my oats, all for everything. So it, it will be a different process this year. It won't be my first prep, but... I think I think preps get easier. I think the for me, I always think the first one is the hardest one. Even if it's not necessarily the hardest physically or mentally or personally, the unknown of... Number one, can I do this? Can I stick with my diet? And also just not really knowing what to expect. I think it makes it kind of the hardest and most stressful for probably 90% of people. So I think the more you prep, the more preps you've done, the easier and easier they get because it's just like, it's like riding a bike. Like you remember, and then we were talking about this too, the posing, you're not starting at square, you know, square one or, you know, a zero, (laughs) zero point or whatever, you're starting where you left off. Yes. So the posing gets easier and easier because it's you're not learning it for the first time anymore. You're just improving on what you already know. Yes, and even from doing... I'm very grateful that I did two shows during my first prep season because even that difference between the first show and the second show, not just we talked about my body, but in terms of my posing, it improved drastically in those two weeks. And part of it was confidence. I mean, the more times you step on stage, the more confident you get on that stage and the more comfortable you are in trying to own that stage. So I still struggle in the posing department. I was still very, very nervous, but I did feel a bit better during that second show. So I think this year will be even more of an improvement there. I think so too. So enough about me. What about you? What about me? So, I mean, I know I know what happened, but... You know all the details, yeah. Because last time so. <laughs> we talked on the show, you were unsure if you were going to compete yeah. in 2020. Yeah. Um, I think I kind of waited till the 11th hour to make a decision. And and honestly, I think a lot of my decision to prep, if you, if you look at my Instagram at all, you know that I did prep last year. A lot of it was seeing you and Kaylee compete. And being around it and coming to the shows with you girls and really feeling like I need to do this. I think the biggest thing is I don't, I had some moment of clarity at some point, probably in August, maybe it was at Pacific USA's or when we're in Vegas or something. But because I got third at USA's in 2019, which is one place from a pro card. So that show top two get pro cards. I was one place away. It kind of clicked in my brain. Like Laura, you got third place last year. 
So out of all the girls in the country that are about to prep for USAs, you are the contender for class H, the, you know, giraffe class or five, Mm -hmm. seven above or however you want to think about it. So if I'm the contender, if I'm the person to beat, why am I not competing? If I have any way where I can make it work, why am I not doing that? So (laughs) it kind of took me shoving down a lot of the uncertainty and stress with everything that was going on in 2020, my living situation when I was renting and, and working from home with roommates, it was stressful. And there were a lot of months where I, I was just very, very overwhelmed. So it kind of took me pushing all of that aside and saying, no, I'm going to focus on prep. I'm going to do this. And at the same time, too, I recognized that I was very unhappy. I was very stressed. So <laughs> during the beginning of my prep, I started the process of purchasing a home. So that was going on during my prep. Yeah. <laughs> I, like I was concerned because I was like, okay, you're doing this, 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 and this, which is, if you know Laura, is typical of Laura. But to go into a competition while buying a house, while I remember we met up and you were like trying to build your garden or doing, you were doing some crazy things. So Maybe. you had a lot on your plate. Yeah. Yeah. And it, in hindsight, it, it kind of worked out perfectly. I think a little bit of it was maybe serendipity or something, but things aligned really well. So I started the purchase right at the beginning of my prep in September. So I closed and moved in in October. At the time, I was dating someone who worked in real estate. So that made it a lot easier for a variety of reasons, um, which that that in itself, I can't understate that that actually made it a lot easier And on top of that, I think the purchase actually distracted me from the stress and the self-doubt that can enter our minds during prep. So I think that prep was actually probably the easiest because I, I I couldn't fixate on things I was unhappy about or my body or my progress. I just had to do my workouts get all the cardio in, eat the meals and and make sure the the purchase went through and I had all my paperwork done and and work. And and I had to work too. <laughs> I was working full time, so I think being so busy it actually helped me because I couldn't overanalyze or I couldn't get too in my head or too much in my feelings about the prep. So, yeah, and that's one of the things I'm excited for this prep because as great as it was not working full-time during my last prep, it was kind of challenging in a way because then you have time to think and overanalyze and push off your workouts or whatever. While if you're working, if you're busy, you only have, you know, that yeah. time. you got to get it done. No yeah. excuses. So I'm excited for that part because I think you thrive in it. And I hope I thrive in it. I think you will. I think you will too because I remember there are some times you would – hit me up and it's like you would tell me you're like I'm just you know I'm spending a lot of time on my phone or I'm spending a lot of time on my Instagram and I think for just for our mental sanity that's not necessarily a good thing especially on prep when you're already when you're already kind of like a more fragile version of yourself so being busier with the full-time job and then the nice thing too okay prep is expensive like you've got the full-time income too so that's not a bad thing (laughs) yes 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 yeah so that's really good um I'm trying to think what else. Okay, so the prep. So I prepped. I did Gov Cup, which is a Spectrum Fitness show. I did that one in Northern California. That was your first December. ever Spectrum. First Fitness, ever Spectrum. Right? Yeah. So I won my class, 
And I had my second ever prep client, Gretchen. She did really, really amazing. She got, she won first in her true novice, second in novice, and fourth in open for her first show ever. She may do a show later this year. We're not sure, um, but she's kind of in an improvement season now. And so I did the show with her. Um, I won class H. I did not win the overall. And basically the feedback I got from the judges was my tan was too light, which was slightly frustrating since I used their tanning vendor um, to do my tan. But they were they were experimenting with a new formula. So I think that's why. And then they also said I was a little bit honestly, I was a little bit upset I didn't win the overall. But I was kind of shaky on stage. It was very small. It was very awkward. I was the very last person to get on stage. And I was about two feet from the judging table when I was about to go on stage. And I'm like messing with my mask on my wrist and stuff. So I was a little shaky and basically talking to the judges after, you know, they said physique, everything, hair, suit was perfect. Don't change that. But they said, you're a little shaky. They asked when I competed last, and I said July of 2019 for USA's, and they kind of said, okay, well, there you go. It's been a year and a half since you've been on stage. It's kind of to be expected. Work on your posing. So I had a week. Yeah, I had roughly a week in between. I think it was a week in between. And so I just really hammered the posing that week. Um, they they said my, my body was on point. I felt really good. It was definitely the best I've ever looked. And then USA's, I just, I honestly felt very relaxed there. I got to room with one of my girlfriends, Kate, who was on the podcast last season. And she was also competing with me in class H. So what we were really hoping was that we would take the number one and number two spots and both turn pro together. Kate got second call outs. I ended up getting second place and turning pro, which was amazing. It was incredible, but it also, it just something about it really felt like it was my time. Like I just felt like I was ready. And so felt really incredible and now I'm looking forward to competing in the IFBB later this summer. The feedback I got was just overall more muscle which is not a surprise so uh, I'm working on that and given that I am so much taller than most bikini athletes I, I won't really know how I'm going to stack up until I get on stage again because a six foot tall body is way different from a 4'11" bikini competitor so I just need to see how I look against some of these pro girls yeah and if you who are listening don't know the difference between regular regular league whatever MPC yeah MPC and IFBB is in MPC we're stacked against our class like you say your class there are height divisions yeah height divisions versus IFBB is it's Everyone together. Yeah. <laughs> it's just open. So you will be competing against girls that are a lot smaller and have a different, different like muscle composition and different, you know, just look, it just yeah. looks different when you're in different does. sizes. Yeah. It's, I mean, if you really think about it, yeah. Someone who's five, nothing versus someone who's six feet tall, that's a huge difference. And it's mm-hmm. a, it's a different type of physique because mine, is, I just tend to look a little bit more, um, thin, I guess. And a little bit more maybe model-esque versus a girl that is very petite is going to look very full, very round, like very full muscle bellies Mm -hmm. because they're shorter and they they don't have the the long muscle bellies the way someone who's taller does. So, um, so yeah, I won't really, (laughs) I won't really know until I try, I guess. Yeah. But it's exciting. It is. Yeah. And so Kaylee and I may be doing the same show for my pro debut. I don't think we've 
fully decided yet, but probably July 10th, Patriots with Muscle Contest is likely going to be my pro debut. I think the timing of her season, her improvement season is going to line up. Um, I believe that show will either be in Vegas or Phoenix. I don't really think it's been determined yet, but that's, I think that show is typically in Vegas, so we'll just have to see. I, I think Las Vegas, at least at the end of the year, had some restrictions, and that's why USA's ended up getting moved to Arizona. So that is kind of what's coming up for me. Um, I also switched back to my old engineering firm. So in January, I had a new job, but it was really the old job in a lot of ways. So I, I went somewhere else for about a year and a half. I'm trying to think what else have I been up to? Mostly just, I think, home projects. I've been doing a lot of home projects, um, just decorating, trying to make things nice. And doing a lot of Toxic Angels fitting. Yeah, oh, wanna... that's true. Okay, good point. So Mary Tran, if you know Mary from Toxic Angels, she's their director of operations for Toxic Angels Bikinis. Her and her husband, um, IFBB Pro AJ Quimson, moved to Austin, Texas in January. So they're getting settled in in their um, apartment. They have a home that's being built right now. So they will hopefully move in later this spring. And so Mary, now that she's in Texas, Toxic Angels did not have anyone in Southern California to go to events and host fittings. So they asked me and I felt um, so honored, so grateful. I've worked events for them starting back in 2017. I worked some expos for them. And I, I find it really fun. Like we're going to, we're going to finalize Michelle's suit. We're still playing with some colors and stones and it's going to be a secret, but playing around with that is really fun. And I love, you know, kind of seeing the colors and, and how the stones interact with it and connector, even the things like connectors, it's based on the size of your body and how you want to look on stage. So it's just, it's been a lot of fun doing all of that. And so this spring, I'll be working most of the muscle contest shows with Toxic Angels, and then I'm also hosting some fittings here in Orange County, which has been really cool. So yeah, I actually have my still have my sweatshirt on. I did one today. Um, got some ladies some wellness suits, which is really fun too. Yeah, I think another thing that's cool is that I went to one of the fittings and I got to meet some of your prep clients. That, okay, that too. So, prep clients. So. <laughs> I'm not the only one, guys. We've- yeah. Yeah. So now it's like I almost have like this little team, team which yeah. has been so cool. I need to think of a, think of a team name. So mm-hmm. if you have an idea, DM send me. Send them to us. Yes. Yeah, send them to me. So yeah, so that's the awesome thing. So next weekend is Muscle Contest Fit World. And there are going to be three ladies all competing. I'm so excited. So shout out to Lupe, Catherine, and Kristen. It's all of all three of them. It's their very first show. They all look incredible, and and I'm just really excited for them. So beyond that, we've got Michelle prepping, some other ladies. So that's been really cool because at some point during 2020, I pretty much completely lost, not necessarily lost all my fitness clients, but I had no fitness clients because I had a few kind of wrap up like right around the beginning of the pandemic, and then I never really picked up anymore, and I also wasn't in a place where I was marketing it either. So it was kind of a weird time, and so now it's like I have almost more clients than I know what to do with, but it's been it's been really exciting, and it's got me thinking about where do I want to take things, and I, I guess I just never really envisioned myself having, at this point, almost like a little mini team of ladies that are competing and and doing well too. You've done well, Gretchen did well. And then, um, I had Monique who I kind of helped her at the very end of her prep. She did the February show. And then there's 
three girls next weekend that I think are going to take home some hardware. So we'll see. Yes, I'm so excited to follow. I just seen you posted and I was like, I didn't know there was all three of them, the same show. Yeah. So I'm excited to follow. I know. Too. I'm so excited. Yeah, I'm so excited. It's just, it, it's kind of, it still blows my mind. I like can't believe it a little bit, but it's been really fun. That's the basics, I think, of what we've, what we've been up to. Yeah, we won't go into what Kaylee's been up to because she'll share. Yeah, she'll have to she'll have to catch you up. But she's, you know, I kind of already mentioned it's very likely that she and I will be doing some of the same shows. And we're very excited to do that because she and I did compete against each other in my very first show in 2017. But we didn't know each other back then. So we have these funny little pictures of me doing my teapot arm. <laughs> yes. And she won the class. I got last place in the class. And so finally... Um, we get mistaken for sisters or twins so often. It'll be really fun to get on stage together, to compete together. And some of the judges we've talked to, NPC judges, IFBB judges, have said that also doing shows together is a good thing because it will sort of increase the average height of the pro show, which is not a bad thing because when you're the only tall girl, you're kind of the outlier. But if there's a handful... It actually gives you a little bit, maybe more of a fair shake to be a little bit on a a level playing field in terms of the competition. So that was something I never really thought about. But um, I think she and I will have a lot of fun with that this year. So, yeah, that's that's I think the recap in terms of what we've got coming up next for the podcast. There is not a set plan. As I mentioned, I kind of just hit up Michelle and Kaylee recently and said, hey, I have these guests. I've been, I want to interview them. I want to release episodes. I don't really have a plan. Are you guys in? Can we (laughs) figure something out? So we've got a lot of ideas and guests. So we're going to be talking to some, some new pros. We're going to be talking to some female fitness business owners. We're going to be talking pretty much any and every topic you can think of. I really want to cover a lot of things that have been coming up more and more. I want to talk about um, OnlyFans. I want to talk about anything and everything. Like there's, I think what I'm hearing from a lot of brand new competitors is that there seems to be a lot of pressure for bikini girls to hop on PEDs. I want to address that. I want to just talk about anything that's going on um, with that and also maybe some general fitness topics too for our listeners that may may not be competitors or um, maybe thinking about competing but aren't quite there yet too. Yeah, so, if you who are listening have any specific things you want us to answer, our DMs are always open. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. so bikini underscore things on Instagram, you can DM us topics, you can DM us individually, we're always open to ideas and we love to hear what is going to be interesting and exciting to listen to. In this season of Bikini Things, we are going to be talking about anything and everything. We'll have Kaylee catch you up on her progress over the last seven, eight months, which she's been up to. We're going to be talking to female fitness entrepreneurs. We're going to be talking to IFBB bikini pros, IFBB wellness pros. We're going to be talking PEDs. We're going to be talking prepping for national shows. There are so many good topics coming. So make sure you rate, review, subscribe so you never miss an episode. And thank you so much for listening to this episode of Bikini Things. If you think you have a friend that would be interested in listening to this, share it with a friend. And don't forget to follow us on Instagram at at bikini underscore things. (laughs) 